Today is September 9th. I am Donovan, and this is Covered. Drew, we made it. Tom Brady dropping hype videos. People are digging out their wing recipes. NFL football is upon us. You got you to gotta pull out all the stops for the NFL football season. Let's get the octopus rolling again, the, the octopus picker. I don't know if you've got your your goldfish ready, your lucky goldfish. Maybe you have a, a dog where you, you play fetch with them, and whichever toy he grabs first is helping you make your picks. Whatever it is, it is time. It is the best time of the year. It's not the holidays. It's the start of NFL. That's right. We got the football season ready to go, and however you pick them, Make sure you tune in to the Covered Podcast because we give you some information. So, I mean, you can you can use those techniques, your lucky goldfish, your dog toys. That that might work, but a little bit more information from us might help as well. But before we get into the NFL, we do have a recap of our college picks last week. Some of us may end up on Freezing Take Tuesday. I don't know. But we will have some winners for you this week. And then we got our NFL show coming up. Division winners, award winners, Super Bowl champions, and of course, opening week NFL winners. But to get into it, Drew, how did we fare last week in college football? You know, early on in the week, it was, it was good. I think we, we had some pretty good Thursday and Friday picks. And then Saturday rolled around, and it was an absolute bloodbath during the day. Just got my ass kicked. Yeah, an abs- <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a bloodbath, and it, I mean, it was kind of like the Sandlot when when Benny the Jet just hits hits the piss out of the baseball, rips the cover off, and everybody thinks it's a good omen. That's what I thought when I bet Minnesota fourteen and a half and won because I bought that point and made it 14 and a half. And so I was like, it's going to be a great year. And then Saturday rolled along and just got absolutely smoked. But UCLA is looking like a wagon. So got that going. Yeah, UCLA, we, we called that one. Um, I mean, they they showed up and showed out. Again, Chips, he's feeling it, man. He's He's got it going on out, out west. And those LSU boys – I don't think they were prepared for the absolute onslaught that UCLA brought to them. Like yeah. it was, it was an impressive showing by UCLA in their in their sissy blue uniform. That sissy, that sissy blue came out ready to go. Uh, yeah, and maybe Hawaii is good. Maybe maybe they're decent, oh. not good. Maybe they're decent because um, LSU, I believe, is good, um, but UCLA. They look, they look really good, and I'm happy I picked them to win the pack because Oregon kind of struggled a little bit with uh, with Fresno. Yeah, the rest of the pack twelve did not look great. You talk about Washington losing to Montana, not great. Um, I mean, Oregon again didn't look very good. You've got UCLA as your as your best team as of right now. And that, that does not mean, that does not mean a lot. Like Stanford lost to Kansas state. I mean, it's just, 
I don't know. The Pac-12, Pac I know they're doing this whole alliance thing, but I think the Mountain West is better personally. It might, Yeah, I mean, it, it might be. It, although CSU did get dog-walked by South Dakota State as three-point favorites. I thought about right before the game taking CSU minus three, and thank God I did not because they got absolutely smoked by the Jackrabbits. Yeah, not a good, not a good showing for uh, is it Adazio? Is that his last name? Yeah, not yeah. a great, not a great deal for that Italian uh, up there in Foco. So we got a lot of work to do for the old CSU Rammies. Yep. Um, if you can't beat South Dakota, then you are in for a long season. Long season. They got an SEC team this weekend in Vanderbilt. They are favorites again. Somehow they are touchdown favorite. Um, I know it's Vanderbilt, but uh, I could easily see Vandy just coming in there and also dog walking them. So may want to think about taking Vanderbilt with the points there this weekend um, going into FOCO. Yeah, not exactly a huge home field advantage. No. I'm not sure what they got going down in the locker rooms there in Fort Collins. Um, they must provide like massage tables and you know, great smelling candles and maybe even like a, a, a puppy station where they, where the visiting team can come in and relax before they kick the absolute daylight yeah. out of the CSU Rams. But whatever it is, we need to make the, the away team a little more uncomfortable because damn, it's, we, there's no home field advantage. Not at all. Um, yeah, no, no home field advantage whatsoever. Um, they're bad, but yeah, we got to get we got to get into the games this weekend cuz we got a few good ones and we are going to start with the Oregon Ohio State game. It's a 14 and a half point spread right now. How are you feeling about that one? I mean, based off of Oregon playing like garbage, you know, but on the other hand, it's it's Ohio State didn't play great either. You know, they beat Minnesota they, it was a pretty sloppy game until, you know, midway through the third quarter when their defense decided to turn it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one. I, I would like to lean toward Oregon 14 and a half, but I just don't trust the Pac-12 right now. So yeah. I'm thinking I, if I had to choose, I'd take Ohio State minus 14 and a half, and I'd hammer the over of 63.5. Yeah, and uh, what I'm seeing already as well is that overs jumped up to 64, so just a half a point, but it has moved that direction. Um, on my side, I would do exactly what I did last week in the Ohio State game, except for this time on the Ohio State side. Buy a point, bring that bad boy down to 13 and a half. You do lose a little bit of value, but I could easily see Ohio State um, winning by two, two touchdowns um, at home in their first game uh, against the old Ducks and uh, really, really putting it to them. But yeah, I think Ohio State's going to take care of business in that one. Yeah, I mean, you go into the horseshoe, they're going to be buzzing, full crowd, ready to rock. I mean, we already saw the crowds playing playing their roles in some of these stadiums where home field advantage is a factor, unlike CSU. Right. So, you know, that's a, that's a very hostile environment for the Oregon Ducks to come in with their candy-ass uniforms and play against a, a fired-up Ohio State team. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, then moving later into the day on Saturday, uh, we do have a few rivalry games. Um, In-state rivalries, we got Iowa taking on Iowa State. Uh, we That one is going to be in Iowa State territory. Four-point game is what the books have it as. Who do you got in this one? Man, it's hard to pick against Iowa State right now. They Their program is rolling. Um, you, you got Purdy at quarterback there. I, I know him from from his days playing down in high school ball in Arizona. The dude's a stud. He's got a younger brother as well that's I, – I can't remember where he committed. I want to say that he might have gone to Iowa State as well after his brother's out of there because his brother's getting ready to – to graduate, but oh, good. We got a whole Martinez situation going yeah, exactly. on there. The, the Purdy squad is going to be back to back at Iowa State. Don't quote me on that one, I'll have to do my research there. But I'm taking Iowa State minus four and a half. And the unders, the, the, the OU under right now is 46.5 for the over under for that Iowa Iowa State game. So I think there's going to be some points scored. So mm-hmm. I'd probably lean towards the over. Yeah, always in. I mean, rivalry games, um, they're, they're trying to put points on the board, um, trying to stick it to the rival. I, however, do believe in the Hawkeyes. I think last year it was kind of the same thing with Iowa State. Um, they are a good squad. Uh, Purdy's really good, don't get me wrong. But it always seemed like at the beginning of the year, especially last year, um, could have been because no fans either, but um, just seemed like they kind of got onto a slow start. And so I think potentially that might happen again. Um, If they do win, it could be a field goal win. Once again, rivalry game could be tight to the end. So um, I'm going to take the Hawkeyes plus four. The line started at five and a half, moved down to four. Um, So you have seen a little bit of movement in the Hawkeyes direction. But uh, yeah, I I personally would go ahead and take uh, the Hawkeyes plus four. And then once again, yeah, the, the over in that one. All right. Love it. Uh, it's hard to bet against the Hawkeyes for me. I do like their organization as a whole, but I'm riding the hot hand, you know. Iowa State, go go Cyclones, baby. Go Clones. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. I got to gotta go with the Hawkeyes. But, uh, yeah, we got to move on. Um, I know uh, I did make a mistake, okay? I did say the Cajuns would come out against Texas and cover eight and a half and absolutely got blown out of the water. Um, Texas goes to Arkansas this weekend, seven and a half or not seven and a half, just seven point favorites in Arkansas. They started at three and a half. Um, I'm, I'm rocking with the horns this week. Uh, Arkansas's dog water. Texas is going in there saying, Hey, SEC, get ready, boys. We're ready to rock. Sarkeesian, I didn't trust him. He obviously knows what he's doing. Um, he His head coaching rehab in Alabama worked out. And so, uh, yeah, hook them. Minus seven, absolutely. They might win by three scores. You know, I think I'm going to have to take Arkansas. Oh. I got to roll with the, the whoopig suey dog. That's what oh, I'm saying here, man. Here's what's going on here. They played the Rice Owls hoop hoop this past weekend. They were down 17 to 7 in the third quarter. 
they come back from a 17-7 deficit and win 38-17. They go on an absolute terror of a scoring second half. So I'm rocking with the Razorbacks at home. The stadium's going to be bumping. It was not bumping against the Rice Owls. Hoot, hoot. So you're going to see the Razorbacks give Texas their best shot. And frankly, I don't believe in Texas at all. Prove okay. Texas. Texas. But that Texas being said, back. if Horns they blow Arkansas out of the water, it does not mean Texas is back. It just means that Horns Arkansas is a, is a dog water organization. But taking Arkansas here. Okay. Cool. Hook them. Um, <laughs> and so, look, we're not a, we're not an anti-Texas podcast. See, I'm taking Texas. Uh, so you, we can't be labeled as anti-Texas now. So there we go. We got that going for us. Later in the day, though, we do get the Holy War. Uh, as stated, I guess people are mad about it being called the Holy War. Um, and so now I guess we can only call it the in-state game, uh, of Utah and BYU. Uh, BYU has not won this game in nine appearances. So, uh, it's a seven point spread right now. Utah, not a great showing against Weber state, which also is an in-state game. So don't know. I saw some people on the on the old Instagram upset because they're calling the BYU game, the in-state game and not Weber state because they're both in state. It makes no sense. Just call it the Holy Ware. Who cares? Uh, Utah minus seven taking that one. Yes. They did not cover against Weber state, but it was also like 32 and a half. So, I mean, you bring in subs, I think coach wait, um, we'll have him ready to go against BYU and uh, yeah, I'm 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 taking the Utes in this one. I mean, I do have a large Mormon contingent in my family where I live, so I might get, you know, I I I don't want to say crucified for this, but I gotta go with the Utes. The the Utes. I mean, they they haven't until they prove otherwise they just go and dominate BYU and that's exactly how it was at the last time they played i believe it was in 2019 and yep. utah went in and put up 30 on BYU and only allowed 12 points like yep. hard to hard to go against a team with the hot hand even though those mormon boys down there at BYU they're those super soakers are, are ready to, <laughs> you know they got a lot of pent up energy here man i i don't know what to tell you those those utah boys I better be ready for BYU's best shot because that's always what they get. Absolutely, and we we only got one thing to say about that, and it is ten is coming ten in a row against BYU. That's just tough. I mean, if they would have played last year, I'm pretty sure BYU would have won. Yeah. Um, just be, I think Utah was they went what like three and two or two and three just because all their games kept getting canceled. Um, but <laughs> still. I mean, they had Zach Wilson, right? They had the whole squad last year, and so they probably would have won last year. So, <laughs> so COVID, COVID, kind of, kind of ruined ruined that for them. But uh, yeah, I think think the Utes get back on track uh, and take care of business in this one. I agree. I completely agree. Go, go Utes. Go Utes, baby! But now, what we're here for? The NFL 
We got the Cowboys. We got the Bucks tonight. But let's take care of some division winners first. Who do we got? We'll start with the West. NFC West. Let me get my NFC West odds pulled up here. It is a interesting conference because you're talking about four very competitive teams. Right now, San Fran's the favorite at plus 190. You've got Los Angeles, they just got Matt Stafford. The Seahawks, they are so wishy-wash every year, even though they do have Russ. But you know, I think there could be a trouble in paradise kind of thing going on there between Russ and the organization, especially if you see them lose a couple games early. But, I mean, Arizona Cardinals are sitting fourth in that division right now at plus 600. Like, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't count them out a win thing either. If I, if I had to pick gun to my head, I'm going with the Rammies, Los Angeles Rammies, plus 200 to win the NFC West. I just don't know right now what's going to happen with San Fran with their quarterback situation. I know they want to get the new guy in, but he chipped his pinky or something. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happened. So go with the veteran quarterback, the best defense in that division, taking the L.A. Rams, plus 200. I am exactly there with you. Um, it's time for Maddie Stafford to shine, and that defense is awesome with Donald, Ramsey, the rest of the boys. They, I mean, yeah, and they got the offensive line. They got Sony Michelle, Robert Woods, Cup. I mean, they're loaded. I I think the Rams win that division, and I personally think we could we could see them later down the road. Like in February, so um, yeah, yeah I, I'm taking the Rams to win that division as well. Um, but moving on from there, we got NFC South tonight. Tampa Bay Bucks playing. Who's your division winner in that one? I mean, I don't even think there's a real discussion here. Yeah. Tampa Bay Bucks by a freaking landslide. I mean, Jameis is he's got to get used to the old Superdome down there in Louisiana. So I, I think that there will be some growing pains for New Orleans with him at quarterback. Yep. The dumpster fire and yep. the Carolina Panthers would get beat by CSU probably. Is hey, watch it. But, uh, you know, I Tampa Bay by far. Yeah, I absolutely Tampa Bay taking them. Um, however, however, Carolina plus 12,000. Nope, 1,200. Sorry, numbers are hard. 1,200 um, to win that division. I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I do believe the Carolina Panthers are going to be very good this year. Um, I believe that they will take second in that division. They will make the playoffs. If you take them to make the playoffs, Bandle has them at plus 270. I think those are pretty good odds for the Carolina Panthers. I think McCaffrey's going to be healthy, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and our boy, Sam Darnold. I am the great value Sam Darnold look like. So I'm going <laughs> to take the Carolina Panthers to go ahead, make the playoffs, plus 270. I love it. Um, I, I really think Sammy D is going to turn it around this year. So, um, yeah, I like, I like the Panthers 
take second in that division. I think that's a tough one, man. I mean, <laughs> about the, the NFs. I mean, I think taking second in the division is a completely realistic thing. My thing, though, is like NFC, there's some freaking dogs in the NFC. You're talking about the, we just talked about it, the NFC West. They're going to have a, they're going to have to have a wild card from that, from that division in the playoffs. Yeah. NFC South, I mean, it, it's going to be competitive, but you're not beating Tampa Bay. Um, chances are good that you split with New Orleans and then they probably sweep Atlanta. But then you talk NFC North, uh, you got Vikings, Bears. Those two teams will be competitive, and we haven't started talking about them yet, but the, the Packers are going to win the NFC North. Yep. I do think that the I, – I like the Bears if they get Justin Fields going. They got the Red Rocket but, it, there, but Justin Fields is going to be their best shot to win in yeah. Chicago, and if they make that happen, I got them making it to the playoffs because I don't trust Minnesota necessarily to have, make that happen because Kirk Cousins is a fucking lunatic. Uh, he is wild. <laughs> I, I do understand the Carolina Panther thing. That's okay that you feel that way, but um, you could just give me your money instead, and I'll I'll go buy a hamburger with it. You get the same amount of payoff. Carolina to the playoffs, book it. But you touched on it. Green Bay, we're set there. Yep, Aaron Rodgers is back. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. He's got Randall Cobb back. Uh, Green Bay's winning that division. Exactly right. I, for whatever reason, I know the Vikings have Dalvin. I know they got Justin Jefferson. I know they got Thielen. I don't believe in them at all. Like, um, at all. For some reason. And I think it's Kirk. And it's so. Yeah, it's 100% Kirk. I mean, the dude is the goofiest. I, I don't know what it is with these NFL teams just backing up the Brinks truck for these goofy ass quarterbacks. Like it, it does not make any sense to me. You know, you look at what happened with Nick Foles a couple years ago where, where, you know, he's been, he was made the starter at Jacksonville and then he lost it to freaking Gardner. And then he gets in off to the bears and now he's like a third stringer, maybe even a fourth stringer. It, it, it's just, it's the same thing over and over again with these goofy quarterbacks. They, they just, they pay them, they believe in them, and I do not get it. And Kirk completely falls in line with that goofy quarterback thing. And I think kind of Sam Darnold does too with Carolina, but that's hey, just my opinion. He was on the Jets. Take it easy. <laughs> so, I don't know. But the other thing too, name a single person on Minnesota's defense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, Everson Griffith, who um, last year when he was not with the Vikings, said Kirk Cousins sucks. Uh, in a tweet, he said, Kirk Cousins is ass in a tweet. Maybe one of those is wrong. I believe it was actually Kirk Cousins is ass. He said that in a tweet, and then he re-signed with the Vikings this year. Um, so that's that's good for locker room camaraderie. And yeah. he did say he apologized, which, yeah, I mean, that once you're out of the building, once you say that, I mean, yeah, you definitely probably didn't mean it. Absolutely. So, yeah, that I'm sure that apology was legit. Yeah, I'm sure old Kirky wasn't wasn't a little butthurt about that. He probably had to – I mean, I, I the guy's just so weird. I, I do not understand how you can build a team around a guy that is so weird. And you don't have to be in the locker room to figure that out. Like, right. just watching his interviews, the dude is a goofball. Goofy, goofy guy. Yeah, I don't, don't know. Um, but we got to move along 
NFC East. I think we touched on it on one of our Hard Knocks episodes. Um, we got the Cowboys at plus 150, Washington football team plus 220, Giants plus 430, and the Eagles at the bottom plus 450. Who are you taking? I think I might be blinded by Hard Knocks. Oh. <laughs> I think that the shimmer they got to him got to me. I don't know how you don't pick the Cowboys with their offense, man. They've got weapons all over the place. I will say their tight end spot is one that I don't even know who their tight end is. Um, is that we know it's not Jason Witten anymore? He gone. Yeah, I think so, it's Blake Jarwin. So whoever the hell that is, he better <laughs> up the the slack for, with that receiving core, and you got Zeke and Pollard. And is Pollard still with them? Yes. Sure Pollard's on the back. Yeah, Pollard's and he's he's a backup. Yeah, I mean, I, I with this division, here's the thing. I would take the Cowboys under for wins, but I would take them to win the division, and that's just because of their defense. I think their offense is good enough to roll through this division. I just don't know how good their defense is when they're playing the other teams on their schedule. So I would have them winning the division, but I would have them under for wins, and I can look that up and see what that is. But Cowboys win totals 9.5, so it being that low, I, I would actually lean towards the over because, again, I do think that they're going to they're gonna sweep through their division. But, again, it might just be being blinded by hard knocks. That, that one might be on me. But I'm willing to risk it all on the Cowboys to make it happen. That's fair. That is fair. Um, yeah, they, they must have got you. Um, and I believe in the previous episode when we did speak about the NFC East, who's going to win that division. I think I took the Giants as my initial pick as more things started coming out, what's going on in their camp. I don't really believe in them. So <laughs> I'm going, I'm going a different direction. Um, defense is going to be huge. So I am taking the Washington football team. Chase Young's a monster. Uh, Kerrigan, that entire secondary is legit. So they're going to find a way, have to do something on offense with McLaurin, uh, Gibson, McKissick. And so maybe even Lance Thomas does something this year instead of just get hurt and be on the bench. I'm going to take the Washington football team to win this division this year. Plus 220, um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. And, yeah, the Cowboys secondary, I just can't. I can't do it. I'm Dan Quinn's the D.C. I know he was the D.C. In, for the Legion of Boom, but you had Sherman, Chancellor, Bobby Wagner in the middle. Um, uh, who was the other corner uh, who always got in trouble? Sherman. No, not Sherman. Um, played for the Broncos a little bit. I don't know. The Legion of Boom was don't legit. Matter. Yeah, how do you go wrong with that? Then you go to Atlanta, and we all know what he did in Atlanta. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. How'd that 28-3? to Yeah, freaking secondary just let everyone by. So um, I'm going to take Washington football team to win this division because Dan Quinn seems to be incompetent after he um, took that head coaching job. Yeah, Dan Quinn, he is – I mean, all-time cusser. 
first of all, <laughs> watch Hard Knocks. The, the, the dude drops an F-bomb every three words, it seems like. It, it might be a, just like a every other syllable thing for Dan Quinn, which is probably why the fucking Atlanta fucking <laughs> lost. But, you know, uh, yeah, I've got some fun stats on Dan Quinn when we talk about the Bucks cowboys game here in a little uh-huh. bit. Um, so we'll, we'll, come, we'll circle back around the old Danny Q. The old Danny Q. Well, we got to go to a division that is close to our hearts. Uh, the AFC West, the division winner. Who do you got? I'm pretty sure this is a no-brainer. Barring anything happen to the yeah. NFL's prize possession, Patrick yep. Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs will sweep this division. I think they lose one game. It won't be to the Broncos, but they'll lose one game, maybe to the Chargers on the road, something weird. You know, the yeah. Chargers are always so weird at, at home, especially in the new stadium. But um, I see them, other than that, going 5-1 and one in the division. Go ahead, lock in the Chiefs. Lock them in. Yeah, that is good. Um, I think the Broncos were plus 1,700 at – like a few weeks ago, they're at plus 700 now. So um, the Raiders are plus 1,700, which, I mean, makes sense because yeah. it's the Raiders. But um, I'm not saying I'm not saying take the Broncos to win the division, but I, I do think they're going to be pretty all right this year. So um, that's that's nice to see that they've jumped uh, that much in odds. But I, yeah, I will say their win totals did go up as well. I think once the Teddy – Teddy news came out. I think it went from seven and a half to eight and a half. So that's interesting. But what drives me crazy as a Broncos fan is right now that uh, Adam Schefter just released all of the, um, or sorry, it was field Yates just released all of the cap space currently between all the NFL teams. Broncos are the third highest remaining cap space with $19 million. What are you guys doing with the, like, I mean, yes, it can roll over to next season, but who are you saving this money for? Like, are you still in Deshaun Watson talks? Or why are we saving this money? Like, go out there, make some acquisitions, make some freaking trades, and let's let's get the shit rolling, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Let's spend some money. Like like the Giants uh, president's, president said, hey, why did you – you know, he got asked – why, what was the reasoning for spending all the money in the offseason? And he's like, well, um, I got tired of explaining why our team sucks. So, I mean, if that's going to be the only reason, at least it is a reason. And um, you said, hey, we, we spent the money on the guys. They're just not performing, right? So, um, yep. yeah, I mean, just <laughs> so let's spend some money. But, um, yeah, we got to go to the AFC South, Titans, Colts, Jags, and the dumpster fire of the Texans. Who are you taking in this one? Got to roll with the Titans. They're yep. just, they they're shown themselves to be a, a perennial stud in the AFC South. Can't uh-huh. trust the Colts yet, especially with Carson being um, uh, unknown for what his status is going to be. The Jags will have their time in the sun eventually, which, by the way, they have the highest cap um, mm. at $30 million, but that makes nice. sense because they're probably going to going to rebuild this year and then try to yep. make some good um free agency finds next year but going with the titans i agree tractor cito julio aj brown uh who do we got at tight end 
I don't oh, know. Oh, gosh. I don't uh, think it matters. But Julio at tight pretty end. Pretty good. <laughs> He's <laughs> pretty good. But yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. Their defense, also good. You got the Colts. Who the hell knows if Carson Wentz is going to ever play? I don't know. Is he going to be any good? Maybe. I don't know. Carson Wentz is a mind pretzel. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Take the Titans in this one. Um, minus 110, so, I mean, kind of just a regular bet, which is awesome. But, uh, yeah, I'm rocking with the Titans as well. Vrabes, Tannehill, Henry, Jones, Brown. Yeah, there we go. But uh, <laughs> AFC North, uh, the Ravens are right now the favorite to win that at plus 115. Are you taking the Ravens or somebody else in that division? Man, I think I'm going to go with the Brownies. I'm going to go off yeah. on a limb here, man. Like, Ravens, they finally won a playoff game with Lamar last year. But I just – I don't know, man. I just don't trust that system. It's it's kind of a trendy system with the, with the running quarterback. You need to have a really good defense, and you need to be able to protect that guy. It kind of comes in waves, and I think the past couple of years we've seen – Oh, it can work, but I could see it being a down year for these guys in Cleveland's on the way up. So I'm taking the yeah. Brownies. Absolutely. I And once again, I'm with you on the Brownies. Um, I mean, yeah, they're, they're still – they're stacked too. Like Jarvis, right? OBJ, if he stays healthy and gets it going. Um, Njoku and Austin Hooper at tight end. Nick Chubb on offense. We got all these guys. They have – an awesome offensive line. I think it's ranked like number one or number two. The Browns have an awesome offensive line. Uh, defensively, Jadavian Clowney, yes. Is he a little bit overrated? Probably. But Miles Garrett is not overrated, and he's on that defense. Denzel Ward. I mean, these guys, these the Brownies are going to be good. Um, I know they take on the Chiefs opening week. I think it's like a touchdown uh, spread. They're going back into Arrowhead. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm taking the Brownies absolutely to win that division as well. Yep, hard hard to pick against them. When they, got, they got things rolling there. It's cool to see the Browns that are actually relevant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets. This one's really interesting. I mean, I really do like the Bills – I was a total Josh Allen hater with him coming out of college. I have since changed that stance. He is a stud. There's no end in sight for the Buffalo Bills. However, the New England Patriots with the Mac attack down there, man, that you got to keep an eye on them. The the big question here is who who's going to win those games between the Patriots and the Bills if they split them. Uh-huh. I think that the Bills win the division. If you think that New England is going to be able to take the Bills out for both of those games, then New England wins the division. So I think that's a question you got to ask yourself. I've asked myself that, and I think the Bills um, do end up splitting games with the Patriots, but they end up sweeping the rest of the division and uh, by by a good amount of points too, because I think that's what the tiebreaker comes down to is, is points. So I'm taking the yeah. Bills. Yeah. You got to take the quarterback, right? Yep, I'm taking the Bills as well. Um, same boat with you on um, not thinking Josh Allen's any good out of college. Um, turns out, wrong. Uh, definitely wrong on that <laughs> one. Um, so, with the division winners, 
uh, that we agree on anyway. Um, if you do a seven-leg parlay, yes, I know that is absolutely ambitious um, and kind of crazy with these plus numbers with and so much being able to happen with injuries, trades, uh, kind of whatever. So um, if you take the Bills, Browns, Rams, Bucks, Packers, Chiefs, Titans, plus seven hundred seven thousand two hundred fifty one so even just a little ten dollars will win you seven hundred and twenty five bucks not too bad there um but yeah i mean those are all pretty solid chances and if that happens hey ten bucks to seven twenty five not bad not bad at all well let's move to a our Super Bowl picks really quick. Yeah. However, pick somebody to win the Super Bowl other than the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks because I know you are a 17 and 0 advocate of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Big 17 and 0 guy. However, however, um, I think the Bucks will play the Rams in the NFC Championship game, Ooh. and the Rams will beat them. Now, I do think the Rams will play the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will end up winning. But I, for Super Bowl's sake, um, instead of the Chiefs or the Bucks, I would take the Rams. I do like the Rams that much. Um, I think they got a good shot. Uh, and looking at it right now, plus 1,500 ain't too, ain't too bad. Ain't too shabby. No, I do like that pick. That is a solid pick. And uh, – oh. No, you're good. The Niners are, are at plus fourteen hundred right now. That's that is just seems crazy to me. Yeah. But I don't know what the, what Vegas knows that we don't know. You know? Yeah, like they know more than us, right? Uh, <laughs> but also, Chiefs versus Rams Super Bowl matchup is plus twenty seven hundred. So there's a there's a little idea for you as well. Sprinkle a little bit on that. Yes, I mean. If I had to pick, I would pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. But we want to make it interesting and find something else you could sprinkle a little money on. Again, big quarterback guy here. You talk about the quarterbacks that are going to carry these teams into deep into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. I'm still rocking with Green Bay with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Matt LaFleur is not going to make that same stupid-ass mistake again of – kicking the field goal instead of going for it. that They are on a revenge spree here. It is their last dance with A-Rod before he becomes a Bronco. Right, so right. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers plus 1,200. Love it. Love it. And so now, tonight's matchup. Tonight. Cowboys, Bucks. It has jumped from eight to nine and a half point spread my teaser i was a little bit worried because i did same game teaser uh, i took under 57 and a half and the bucks minus three and a half because i forgot to buy a point so i was like oh great the bucks are going to win by three um but it is just keep trending in the bucks favor um yeah once when these lines opened it was a six point uh spread so i mean wow um yeah i'm still on the bucks here Seeing this movement, I I think they might win by 10. I'm still going to take the under as well. Uh, little stats to back it up just real quick here. Um, Dallas with Dak, they are better. So scoring 24.8 points per game. 
uh, and the opposition only 21.2. So um, he does control the game a little bit there. Um, without Dak, they were only scoring 21.6, and the defense was allowing 26.6. So um, he's he was controlling the game a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I do think Tampa Bay covers this one. Um, Tom, 30 point, 30 points, point eight, um, per game. And the defense allowed 22.2, uh, on Thursday nights, Tom Brady is 12 and three. Like you said earlier though, to me in a text, this is not regular season with short season, but also Tommy is the all time leader in opening week wins. Um, I did find that out today. So, Look, look at that. Um, on Thursday, his offense scores 28.1 points per game, and the defense allows 20.67. So there is that. Expect Dallas to score either 17 or 21 tonight, I'm guessing, because uh, Dak on press. Dak on Thursday nights, also pretty good, 5-3, and three, and oh, scoring 21.9 points per game, uh, and – the opposing teams are scoring 21.6. So also controlling the game a little bit. Um, but I do think um, the Bucks. I'm going to say final score, Bucks. Mm, I want to say like 31 or 32. Um, not really sure how you even get that number, but that's just what's coming <laughs> into mind. And uh, Dallas 17. All right. All right. Well, I have a a tasty same game parlay because of this app that I use to bet does not let me do teasers, which I would do a same game teaser if I could, but here's what I got. I got four bets. I have under 66.5 total points. That's an alternate point total. Mm -hmm. I have Tom Brady over 275 yards passing. That is an alternate total. I have Zeke 50 plus yards rushing that's alternate i think he was at 54 and a half last time i looked so i took him right at 50 and then i have the tampa bay bucks minus two and a half i so did a little research against tom braver sold danny q dan quinn dan quinn runs single high safety so what that means is there's one safety in the middle of the field so they'll play cover three which means that the corners each have a third and the safety has a middle third of the of the field, or they'll play cover one, which basically means it's man across the board with a single high safety who is is your basically it, he's your only person that has help over the top. So if you get okay. underneath, you have a single high safety over the top that helps over the top. Think about Madden here. You know, you got your cover one, you've got your cover three. <laughs> Tom Brady, so so let, let me go back. Danny Q runs this single high safety look. In the past, he's ran it about 75% of the time. Right. Tom Brady against these single high safety looks is like 94%, which means that he wins 94% of the games that defenses play this single high safety look. So that That's being good. said, I do think, the Tampa Bay Bucks win. However, this nine and a half total makes me really nervous. Yeah, that is a lot for opening with, night. Exactly. With these Cowboys and, I mean, Dak's back. I think that I could see a bunch of points scored in this game. But if I, I'm not touching this spread because I'm doing the alternate spread, mm-hmm. 
But if I had to choose, I'm taking Cowboys plus nine and a half. Yeah. But also, I do think Tom Brady goes off against a single high safety look. Bucks are going to win. I don't think they cover. I do think that the Cowboys also score a decent amount of points too. So that is my prediction for tonight. Fair play. Fair play. But until the next time, that's what we got for you now. And then stay updated on the social medias. We'll get our NFL picks up there. We got till Sunday, so no worries. We'll get them up. Make sure we're spreading the love of the picks with the fans. But until next time, we got you covered. We've got you covered. NFL football starts tonight. Tonight. Win all the money.